0: board here on GCTV as always. Um, I will leave Frederick last. Let's be gentlemen, shall we? No, no, you're coming, you're coming. Um, <laughs> we must interview and welcome our team, by the way. Today we're very excited to have Zoe Ostrov on my left. Hi, Zoe.
1: Hi.
0: Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. It's so nice to have you here.
1: <laughs> yeah, thank you.
0: I see that you brought your dog with us as well, and I know that at some stage Where is throughout the, dog, by the afternoon, I know, <laughs> at some <laughs> stage throughout the afternoon. What is your dog's name again? Ezra. Elsa. At some (laughs) stage, Elza is going to come into the shot, and I I have no doubt that if that is the case and she comes to mom, mom must just take her, bring her in. We're all about family (laughs) here, so don't worry about shying away. I know in the era of Zooms, we try and make things look awful. This is very real. This is the deal. If Elza jumps into the shot, she is totally allowed. Can
2: you imagine how my niece will feel when I tell her that I've been in the same room as Elza? But... (laughs) As in frozen. Just tell her that it's (laughs) exactly, you don't have
0: to correct her at all. You just, you you keep that, you keep that 100%. On our very far right, Rodrigo Almeida, Bienvenido, amigo, nice to have you here. Hi. Thank you for joining us. No, we are not going into the Portuguese language. I just uh, said Benvedo, amigo, that's (laughs) it. There was nothing else there, that was all. Just welcome, it's lovely to have you here. Thank you for joining us today. No dogs with you today?
3: No dogs. I thought this
0: was the thing, we were going to have a dog session today, No. Okay, right. Well, what did you think of today's actions? That's very quickly. Do you have a good time? You enjoy what you saw today?
3: Yeah, it was fantastic. It was really nice sport. And uh, yeah, for sure, being here, I want to thank you because it's a super opportunity and we can... Uh, discussed all kind of details and uh, yeah we can also learn a lot from it
0: we are looking forward oh. to learning from you the man of course on my right hand side you know all too well not just from the commentary box but from the infield discussions as well from part of every single global tour frederick Debacca. this is brand new for both of us i hope we don't mess it up this is exciting it's different it's fresh it's new this is where global champions is going now yeah we're, we're going to be Spotifyable nice we're (laughs) going to be spotifyable i like that you made that into a verb so (laughs) we will be spotifyable today let me ask you then your thoughts on today very briefly i mean we saw some we saw a very large field in fact you told me from uh, an event like this actually not that large a field i think i'm used to comparing it to global events but what i felt was a really large field an outstanding performance from a very large group of people huge clears rates. your thoughts on today very quickly
2: and there are a lot of talking points there's a lot to talk about um there are um uh, li- s- uh, little surprises, but not nothing dramatic happened and still th- 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 i don't want to spoil it yet there 's so <laughs> much to talk about there 's so much that happened um, and that we need to look into um yeah i've been i've been excited um as excited as zoe 's puppy um <laughs> i've been dancing around all day i 'm very <laughs> happy that the technique the technicalities hold up um, and now there's, yeah, there's a lot to talk about, because finally, I've been watching all through the Olympics. Mm. Um, I've, I've, I have w- I've wake up early in the morning to watch the swimming, the athletics, but it doesn't compare with show jumping. The timing finally. in
0: Europe is tough, and that, that makes a good point, because now we know that for us, it's you know it's early afternoon or early evening here, I beg your pardon, in Europe. So the timing is difficult. But Zoe, you watched some of the tennis the other day? I didn't know you were a tennis fan. Are you a big <laughs> tennis fan, or was it just on, and you decided to catch some of it? and no. there was a german in it of, yeah. course, yes, of course that's why you <laughs> watched right
1: <laughs> yeah to be honest that was really the reason why i watched so i saw that he bet the world number one mm-hmm. the days before and then he made it into the finals and i just saw that that round before and i was so impressed by it because i think if you go into the half finals and you have to play against the world number one to compare it for example with show jumping i think the the chance to make it is quite low because if you are the world number one, you are the best. So mm, there are a couple of broken
0: yeah. records as well. Did you see that from Novak? Yeah, Stokovic, that, uh, Yeah, th- in
2: the in the, the half final, and then so he he went there to win the the Golden Slam. He wants he wants to win the four glans Grand Slam tournaments of this year, and win the um, Olympic gold. What was his ambition? Um, and that would be the Golden Slam. It's so only one every four years that you can achieve it. Obviously with the with the Olympics. Um, doesn't make it through to the to the final, goes uh, on to Crazy. compete in the in the in the in the um, mixed doubles, and it also gets kicked kicked out out of the mixed doubles. So there's no medal for uh, for Novak Djokovic. That's how hard the sport is. Portugal and have two
0: th- medals now, Rodrigo. Two,
3: uh, I think. One medal. Just one. Yeah, okay. we got yesterday in the triple salto. Mm-hmm. We got triple silver. Jump, yeah. Yeah, triple jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good
0: for Portugal. A nice. little bit mix of English and no, Portuguese. No, that's, that's all good. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> it's for anyone who's not Portuguese. Obligato, yeah. Yeah. That triple jump. Uh, okay. So that's for one medal for Portugal. And a second one coming. I was going to say, there's and some Portuguese riders. Exactly. exactly. Is number two coming for Portugal from show jumping? Yeah,
3: I think uh, Luciana <laughs> has a really big chance. The horse is in super shape. She had a fantastic round. So I'm crossing my fingers for it. Shall <laughs> we st- go, go yeah, for
2: it? She, she, looked, she looked, you see... Um, it was a good round but she looked a little bit nervous
3: uh yeah of course uh olympics it's olympics we as a riders uh, a we deal. yeah wow. it's uh, a yeah, it's a different pressure we are used to big shows and uh, and the pressure is on almost every week but when it comes to olympic i think it's a special feeling so especially in the first day we don't know how the horse going to Gonna see the everything and uh, how we gonna react. So, but I think Luciana did an amazing job, and I think from tomorrow on it will be easier for her and also for the horse.
2: I also think I can imagine um, you show jumpers. You've got um, at least two, then three or four horses at the show, class after class, week after week. Those Olympic riders, they have to. They travel there very early. Um, Today we are Tuesday. some of them were already there Saturday, a week ago, mm-hmm. <laughs> without showing, yep. it's just that one horse. Um, you can't ride it seven times a day, because oh. then you'll drain it. So you can only ride it once, maybe twice. And there's for the rest, there's nothing going on. So there's no rhythm, there's, there's nothing that, that breaks your... That, that your full concentration. Yeah. It's, all, it's yep. always that one horse. I think I- in one way you get really in, in a close bond and contact with your horse, but like I said, you can't take it out of the stable 10 times a day. But, and I think
0: that really adds to the pressure. There's nothing
2: else happening.
0: Is there, a, is there a possibility that your horse can be undercooked then, Zoe, going into an event like this? If you don't have the opportunity to, to, to rest it adequately, yet ride it every single day because of the limitations that he's talking about, Frederick? Can your horse not be ready? Can it be underprepared, you think?
1: I don't know i think the the temperatures there are really high so they have to get a little bit used to it and also um how do you say it with the time that has changed there because Mm. now the class was in the evening so the europe time is really different for that horses so i think it's it's a huge difference and you still have to keep training them and keep having them in shape but as frederick already said it i think it puts a lot of pressure if you have one horse there for all the days and then you have the first round and you really think nothing is allowed to go wrong. It is
0: now yeah. or never. Mm. Yeah. S- speaking of temperature, we are alive from Topps International mm-hmm. Arena in Falkenswater in the Netherlands, where... the netherlands does very well to get above what 23 24 at the best of times but we also heard today and in fact i'd like us to get that clip from edwina tops alexander ready she was talking about the temperature because i think perhaps we haven't really paid much attention as well to the conditions frederick because we heard from her earlier on today that the temperatures were soaring especially before the sun went down and i wonder as well let's maybe go to edwina if we can for the temperature just to get some feedback from her from tokyo as to what the temperature was like at some stage today
4: it's really, really hot from around 10.30 till sort of 4 or 5 o'clock and then it's beautiful, then it's um, a little bit of light breeze and perfect weather conditions.
0: Rodrigo, if it's hitting mid-30s throughout the day. I
3: mean, that must drain you as a rider. It surely should drain the horse as well. Exactly, I think it's, uh, it's really warm. Not only warm, but we, we could see also that it was quite windy and uh, that makes also a lot of difference, especially for sensible horses. That uh, yeah, we can see almost every almost every horse has some ears on, and uh, they try to keep the horse focused as much as possible. But uh, for sure, the wind also don't help many of the hot horses.
2: Hmm. Um, I, I do think that, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, horses handle heat better than uh, humans. know, in general.
0: I think so, yes. Yeah. But then does the rider suffer more? If the horse does well, that's fine. But surely the rider then is going to feel quite flat as well.
2: In fairness, I di- I'm not going to uh, name any names. I did see a few that came in. Into the ring on television, that were really really sweaty. Um, once they get back from Tokyo, we'll have to have a chat with them about their general condition because <laughs> their <they're> fitness. <laughs> However,
0: we, we shouldn't we shouldn't uh, call that too loud. I can see you are raring to go though. Shall we shall we open up today's affairs and say let's let's open it up to the room then. What really? Well, let's start here. What stood out for you guys? Because there were a couple surprises. Maybe we can get a surprises a little bit later. Do you feel that the majority of the big names delivered today,
1: Zoe? I have to say, I was really impressed again by the performance from Ben Meijer and Martin Fuchs, but that is also a little bit, I think, if you saw the start list, kind of the favourites for me, it is. Um, but I was also quite impressed by uh, Ashley Bond. Mm. I have to say, I didn't saw her so often before, but she wrote really good, I think. And really, um, yeah, as we said, they get a lot of pressure, but I think you really didn't saw it in her writing, and that's quite a, quite a strong performance, in my opinion. I think also the same with uh, Harry Charles. I don't know if he was the youngest or one of the youngest. So he's I 22, think
0: I think, yeah. today. Yeah, 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 he's
1: exactly my age, actually, and I just came out of Young writers, so I can really not imagine to go there now. I would not have the confidence to do it yet, but I think it's quite impressive how easy he's doing that you're only so.
0: 22 jeez <laughs> Frederick and I are getting old <laughs> this is a problem <laughs> Frederick and I are, are getting very old but let's go to Ben Mayer and Explosion or Ashley Bond <laughs> oh actually correct <laughs> yes we do have some reaction I beg your pardon thank you Frederick we have some reaction from Ashley Bond following her very very impressive qualification in fact she was the third best throughout the entire day clear in a time of 82-84 let's hear then from Ashley Bond
4: so i am a little bit numb i would say the emotion was running super high immediately after i crossed the finish timers and knew i was clear um it's obviously been a lifelong dream to get here and um for him to feel as good as he did was just icing on the cake because i jumped fence two and um He just was jumping so easy and then three and then when I jumped the triple, it just felt like I was jumping small jumps To be honest, he just was playing and felt just so focused and ready and and he's so easy to ride that it makes my job really really not uncomplicated so um, You know, it's just I kind of am in this like zone, which is nice. I don't really feel at the moment um, excited or, or anything like that I just feel like okay we got the first step down and now we need to go tomorrow and hopefully that goes well and then the team so I feel like it's just there's a lot more to do and um, I'm just praying that I keep him together and keep him going as good as he felt today.
2: We, we just need to frame that for a moment um, if you think well, what's wrong with the sound quality it's just um, Ashley um, was so nice to give us our reaction while sitting in the shuttle bus driving back to the hotel, to the Olympic Village, coming away from the, uh, uh, the equestrian park. So
0: thank you very much. Esther the boss. fact that that <laughs> reaction is so fresh, I couldn't care if she was yes. in a helicopter sending <laughs> <sitting> that <there> to <laughs> us. Is she the biggest surprise of the day for you guys? Because if you take a look, for example, out of the top clears, I mean, out of, out of the, the 30 that have qualified, let's take a look at the top 10. Many would say no real surprises. Ben Mayer, Derek Kenny, Michael von der Fluten, you know, Gregory Watley, Scott Brash, Luciana Denech is there as well. Um, <laughs> but I wouldn't put Ashley Bond's name in that top ten. And here I am looking at her as the third best time of the day. Is that a, a huge surprise for everyone?
2: I think there are a, a few positive surprises um, of riders that that go through into um, into the final uh, of tomorrow. But I think the way Ashley Bond did it stood out, though. Yeah. Um, such a positive ride. Solid. Yeah, solid. L- that, that's we we yeah. saw a lot of solid rounds. Yeah. Um, not every Israeli round was solid. Hers was right up there amongst the very, very best.
3: Yeah. I have to say that uh, Niels, Bras Niels, uh, Jerome Guerry, Peter Fredrickson, Eric Van Eckerman, you can really see that uh, a really strong system and that the horses are not reacting in the nervousism or, or something that's it's one goal and then you can really see everything smooth and quiet and I think that's that's the most important thing to to have a good result at the end.
2: That they were still in their system. Yeah um, but Ashley Pond again um, and, and, and you're absolutely right. So, because we don't see her uh, that much, we focus on, on global champions. Uh, by the way, the both of you are on the Hamburg Giants team. And um, if I were you, I'd give Ashley Bond a call for next year, the <laughs> <laughs> Champions League for 2022,
0: because that's that's a horse and that's a rider and Th- names that looks fit. Yeah, one. that Jeez, should uh, no, suit any team. She was very impressive. Do you want to go through a couple names there, Frederick, for you that maybe stood out as far as the qualified riders are concerned? Anyone else that, that is, is anyone up there at that Ashley Bond ish level that surprises you in the qualifiers? Um, that surprises me at, at her level, no, because Harry... Charles, is he a surprise at his age, at the stage he's at? I, I, I,
2: I That's something um, good that, that you point out. Harry Charles, a young young lad, um, was with us on Global Champions League for, um, for a season, impressed us there as well. It was Miami Celtics, if I recall. Well, yeah, Miami Celtics. Um, it was expected that Holly Smith was going to ride as an individual. Um, only yesterday I read the news that he was going to come on. And then to make... Um, such a switch, such a strong mindset, uh, such a positive ride. Okay, he's got his father there wh- who um, claimed uh, team gold in London um, with, with the British team. So he's got a lot of experience around him. But the horse, he hasn't been riding the horse for that long. And then to produce that strong round, that was really, really strong. So yeah, Ashley Bond and Harry Charles are right up there for me from, from surprises. There's a few others. Um, that I wouldn't expect um, but uh, um, uh, Zoe told me that I that told me wrong there with Kristap um, Neretniks, the Latvian rider um, I, I saw him yes in the I'm in the Middle East this winter but that was a very solid round um, he had a slower horse um, we will talk about the turn uh, to 10 later on but he was very
0: tight on that turn. he rode a very strong round the fact that all three Japanese riders have qualified shall we bring that up for the host to do really well I mean, we, 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 we're saying now that we, we'd love Portugal <laughs> to get a second medal, <laughs> that Luciana Diniz might be an opportunity. But I, I, I would imagine that, for example, if these games were in Portugal and all of the, Wait, the riders out, qualified... F- for, for once and for all, is it
2: Luciana Diniz or do I have to adapt to your and your pronunciation of Diniz? No, <laughs> Diniz. Diniz.
3: Luciana Diniz. Yeah. Dinesh.
0: Put, right. yeah. yeah. Put an SH on everything. That's what <laughs> you need to do. Put an SH on everything. Too much, Bananj. There you go. You yeah. see, you <laughs> got it. Uh, let's go there. The fact that the host, I would love there to be 50,000 people screaming inside the venue for the host team to be shouting them along the way. We know that it's not the reality in 2021, Tokyo 2020, sadly. Is it cool for the hosts? Like, I imagine if Germany were to do well and the riders have done very well from Germany, like, to have the host team perform well, does that just give it some extra flavor? Do you feel Zoe?
1: Yeah, I definitely think so. I also think the Japanese are really a favorite for the for the team competition in my opinion because they were all clear today. If I'm not wrong, I can have one one time pole, I think, but I think the horses were jumping really good, and it seems like they are in really good shape, so for me, they are definitely yeah. They had a really strong performance.
2: Because <laughs> you, you've, you've seen them uh, quite a lot in Germany, no? The, the Japanese riders, because they all train with, with Andy Schroder's and um, Paul And Of course, there's Mike Kawaii, who's there as, as alternate rider, who trains here in Valkesward with uh, with Jan Tops. But you've seen a lot of the Koke Saito's, the Daisuke Fukushima's and the Eken Sato's.
1: Yeah, they uh, they train at schockenmuller That's quite quite close to the place where I was based before, in Germany. And they do a lot of shows, and I think they really developed in their riding also. But I think they are all all three really strong riders, and I think they have quite good uh, nerves. Also, I think they showed it today, mm-hmm. that they are really uh, relaxed. They don't get under pressure so quick.
0: We can discuss medals later, but is this in general Ben Mayer's to lose? Because if you watch Ben Mayer and Explosion today, they made this look like child's play today, guys. They were very impressive clears today in really fast times. Am I jumping the gun by saying... He looked so unfazed. The fact that he was the fastest clear, I'm not too focused on in round one just yet, but how unfazed did Ben Mayer look today? It looked like it was a warm-up run, that he just galloped around an arena. At 81.34 clear to go as the, ultima- the, 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 the final rider tomorrow in the final.
2: Yeah, he is seven tenths quicker than Derek Kenny on Cartelo. Um, he maneuvered himself in, in the best possible position. He will be last to go in the final. Um, do you think that was on his mind at any point? The faster I finish on clear, the later I will go um, in the final, the better it could be in a jumper for me as well? Do you think that that was already on his mind or is, j- is this just... We know that Explosion needs space. Explosion yeah. is not the classic horse to ride and... and uh, no, classic is the wrong word, um, to, to hold him. You know, he he's a, a horse that wants to go, you know. Um you think it was on his mind, if I finish fast, I, I start late tomorrow?
3: Yeah, I think uh, Ben he uses use that as an ad, as advantage because he knows his horse and uh, he knows also that he needs a good rhythm and uh, of course as quicker he finish as better position he gets so i think he will use that also mm. for his strategy
2: i just want to i just want to come back onto the I'll make make a link from the from the japanese um to the nerves because the japanese they didn't show any nerves for me they were so cool. They were so composed. Um, Eiken Sato, Koki Saito, um, and Daisuke Fukushima. Um, so composed, very well balanced. Of course, Paul Schockmüller was there. He had six horses in the in the field that he bred himself. So uh, massive, massive performance from him and from his uh, from his breeding uh, department. Um, but there was a lot of nerves, no? Especially in the beginning of the class. Um, Ibrahim Bisharat, who came in as first. You you. You saw him when he cantered in, the nerves were raging through his body, no?
3: Yeah, you, we can see a big difference uh, with the riders. Riders who are n- more nervous, we, we can see the horse gets tense and he fights a bit more with the beat and uh, the distance doesn't really come so smooth. But when we see riders like, for example, uh, Derek Kenny, he lands and go, lands and go. And that, that makes also uh, a big difference in the mind of the horse because the horse can stay always in the same rhythm and everything comes smooth. And uh, yeah, I think it makes it easier to reach a clear round.
2: Because, and, and the, the nerves bring me to, to another surprise, Mathieu um, Biot, Kelfilou, fantastic gray horse. Um, we'll, we'll talk about Fenstan again later on. Um, he has a fault. Uh, horse circles to um, to fence ten, unexpected, and we, we've seen him jump not on the tour with that horse, but we've seen him jump in in Nations Cups and five star classes um, across the world. You don't see that from him. D- y- d- so I don't know if you remember uh, his round. Is is that? Do you think that Mathieu bio with that horse, who was kind of a f- not not a favorite, not a hot favorite, but especially one of the outsiders for a medal, um, was it the nurse that got to him?
1: I cannot say that really, because I don't know him so good. So I don't know how he is with his nerves or how nervous he is. But I can just say I would be super nervous, (laughs) (laughs) a million percent. So I can imagine that you just have so much pressure and it's such a goal you want to reach and then you get nominated and you can go there. And especially also when other people say you are maybe someone for the medalist or something, you put so much pressure on yourself that you really want to do it right and you are ambitious and yeah maybe uh, there was just a little bit too much the will to do it right yeah. that it just yeah if you think about it too much sometimes it can go wrong how
0: because do you yeah. how do you deal with pressure if you don't mind me asking i would love to know like how do you <laughs> deal with pressure so if you're on a horse if you have a, a really big competition coming up a big round coming up i mean how does it affect you do you get severely affected what do you do to cope with pressure
1: I have to say, I was really bad with that, but I, I learned it a little bit. I have, um, I don't know how you say that, but the person who helps me, not the uh, Mental coach. Yeah, a mental yeah. coach, a sport okay. mental coach. She helps me a lot. And uh, for example, I have a card where my biggest successes are standing on, and I take it sometimes in the gate if I feel really nervous, oh, wow. not every time, but if I need it. And also sometimes if I feel already while right the coursework or something, oh... I get a little bit nervous it's quite a heavy class i may be not super confident today then i watch back on some rounds where i did really good or the horse was really good or where i had a really good feeling mm. can also be a round with one down but just just get that gives feeling. me yeah that gives me the confidence that's also really to do cool. it
0: i like that i really really <laughs> like that sorry i wanted no to no ask no her no about pressure
2: um, no so so uh mathieu bio um his what happened to him was unexpected maybe that's one of the negative surprises you could say um but that brings us to the course design of Santiago Varela. Um, smart course design, one, two, three, very open. If you're a little bit nervous, it was so easy to, to, get to override, to get, to get ahead of yourself, to get flat out and to lose control. And then the rollback comes, and then into the triple it comes, and it's six or seven, and it's, oh, especially in the first part. You know, those first few riders really struggled um, to get the right rhythm. Yeah. Because th- the, way, the way you say it, um Derrick Kenny was uh, his second fastest, but Derrick Kenny didn't flew in that first no. part. Derrick Kenny rode and
3: landed, landed them and, and picked up. Yeah, It's really important the track you do in those courses. You have such a big arena and if you are not smart in your turns and if you don't cut where you should, I think even going fast, if you open too much your turns with a big speed, at the end you end up with a time fault.
2: Yeah. Yeah, even though you rode at high kilometers an hour, yeah. you just you just weren't
0: efficient. You rode way too many meters. Yes. Maybe
2: it's a it's a good moment to have a listen to what Peter Devos
0: had to say. Yes, about Peter Devos actually spoke about the course as well. Thank you, Frederick. Very good point. Peter Devos. Let's hear what he
5: had to say about the course. I must say that the course starts very open. So one, two, three are very long distances. So I think it's important to start with a very good rhythm. Number three is an oxer, and now we have a straight line to the triple combination an option normally it's a, it's a quite longer six um, i think there will be some riders taking the option for seven to come in a bit slower on the vertical vertical we pass the in gate. and we move up to the triple bar uh, we Then we have again an really option we can do a uh, five or six to the vertical with the liverpool um, then we have a rollback uh, seven is a quite delicate uh, plank the vertical before the water jump. Uh, we have to do seven strikes a little bit steady So uh, we will have to wait a little a few strikes and then uh, that We can then uh, attack a with the water not go direct in seven because then you come too close to the water after the water again an option Most likely most of the riders will do six a little bit following six after the water to the red oxer after number nine oxer We have to roll back now to the other side to the left quite tall vertical out of the turn, which is, in my opinion, maybe a little bit distracting for some horses, because there is a samurai guy standing on the left side, Um, so probably some horses will be a bit distracted, but on the other hand, I think the vertical will jump very well. And then we have again a following 5 to number 11, quite wide oxen to the corner. Then we had already uh, had some big efforts, but still there is the last line to come. 11, we have a right bending to quite special wall, also again, very very nice jump. And we have a line which is a little long four, with a big strike it's a normal four, to the combination oxer vertical, uh, quite large to jump in, so um, it's not uh, it's not an easy combination. Um, and then we go to the final jump, uh, number 14, uh, quite large oxer again,
0: when he is done with show jumping, we should hire him as an in-studio analyst. That <laughs> is fantastic <laughs> from Peter the Force. Fantastic.
2: Yeah, ju- it'll just be difficult to to keep him down on a chair because he's got too much energy. But if, really. if we, we'll tie him if we down, Yeah, th- th- we'll th- that will manage.
0: You said the first few riders really struggled. I'll try to work it out now. We had two clears inside the first 15. And in a day that produced as many clears as it did, you make a great point. It shows you how a lot of those clears came a lot later, that a lot of those beginning riders really struggled. Two out of 15, the first out the gate.
2: Yeah, it's a little bit... De- uh, we have to uh, put it in perspective, I think the, the, the groups were split, um, and if you're in, the, in a lower ranking group, on, on the FBI ranking, um, you're earlier to go. So we had the better riders at the end, that was not always the case, of course, with, uh, with, with Derek Kenny, for example, starting, uh, starting very early. So, the But uh, in the first, we had kind of the, the, the weaker uh, riders, Okay, and oh. that's also where we had some, some surprises. Surprises? positive
0: and negative. Mm. I'm surprised then, can you explain to me why Derek Kenny was quite high up? He was eighth out the gate today, if I'm not mistaken. Is that just a, a ranking yeah. points going into the Olympics? Is it because the countries get
2: mixed? That could be possible, where your country sits on the overall ranking. Okay. I'm just trying to
0: uh, ride my way out of this situation
2: <laughs> because <laughs> I said <We're> something <laughs> I told totally don't, don't put <laughs> me in it <laughs> because <laughs> I
3: also don't know.
0: <laughs> were you too surprised by the high number of clears today? Because we, at one stage, were, were considering that clear rates or the qualification rate was going to have to come down to time because we thought that there might be as many clears at one stage of today. Were you surprised that after a slow start by Fredericks, <laughs> announced countries in the beginning, were you surprised, Zoe, and how many went clear? I think at one stage we had, I think it was five out of eight riders in a block had all gone clear. Was, was it surprising you today on this track to see how many had gone clear?
1: I have to say it was not really surprising for me because they are the best riders in the world, so it would be a little bit... Uh, strange if they would not go clear i mean they they trained the horses for that they are ready for it and of course there were also a lot of riders not doing good because there was maybe a little bit too much nerves or too much pressure on them but um i think the ones that could deal with it were really good today and um yeah also i think it was really good selection from the how do you Absolutely. say it from the uh, from the really the top yeah. of the world and maybe yeah. Also, the ones that got a little bit nervous, or that didn't rode so well, in my opinion, or the horses were a little bit too spooky, or yeah. But
0: that's a tough margin for error. A single fence down today cost you a spot tomorrow. Yeah, no. that but is how high the the the, you know, the the bar is set here.
2: Yeah. But um, massive credits to Santiago Varela. Mm. Um, we, we were um, we had him in, in Madrid. I, there we had two men in the jump off. That was. Um, not for Olivier Robert, but for the rest, he was quite disappointed to have only two clears. Um, but here, if you look at how he made the selection, 30 go through. If you're clear, if you don't have a rail, you go through. That's that's pretty strong, no? You, 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 can't, you can't predict it. You can't script this. So he did that really well.
3: Really, really good.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: How tough is that, though? I mean, to say that you may not have a single fence down to qualify. I mean, that must... We spoke about pressure earlier, but surely that must set the bar incredibly high. That here, it was all the clears, time faults. I think there was one, I think there were, how many time faults did we have here? One, two, three, four, and one with two time faults. That was Daniel Meach from New Zealand. So he was the last man to qualify. But not a single rail down, Rodrigo. That's got to be tough. When you are watching everyone qualify, and maybe you're next to come out the gates, and you say to yourself that, if I don't go clear, I might pack my bags and go home, basically. Yeah. How do you deal with that? I mean, that's yeah, got to be very tough for you, for your, your your groom, your team. I mean, how how on earth do you? I think it's with a that? really
3: heavy pressure on, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's difficult. But uh, I think when we can be in uh, Olympic Games, we we had this kind of pressure before. Maybe not the pressure from Olympics, but some pressure from a five-star Grand Prix or a World Cup or something. And that I think it can help you to to step out of it.
0: Mm. When are we talking about the rollback to 10 with the Sumo wrestler fence? Th- I've been waiting the whole day to bring <laughs> the Sumo m- the Sumo wrestler fence up. Can we please talk about the rollback to 10 with yeah. the Sumo wrestler? P-
2: Peter Vos called it <laughs> what did Peter Vos call it? The Samurai. But it, it, it was a Sumo wrestler, <laughs> no? Yeah.
0: If he wants to call it a Samurai, that's fine. Did that that's that seemed to be a very pivotal fence throughout yep. today we I was the one kind of doing time faults at the time to see if riders were gonna make it in or out by then but I mean that that seemed to be a really pivotal fence wasn't it, it in, in terms of statistics
2: yep. it wasn't the most taken down fence I've, I've got it here somewhere um, but it it was remarkable um, to see that at this level you don't see many horses refuse you had a few dug out Mathieu Biot was mm. one of them teammate Penlope Le Prevost, I think that is the biggest surprise of all, that to see Penlope with with uh, Vancouver de l'Anlore not compete in the individual skate There's a few others that we'll name in a minute, but the way it happened to her, the horse ducking out on that uh, fence 10, on that Samurai vertical. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your take on that?
3: Yeah, I think uh, going a little bit before the turn, we have a long line, we have the plank and then we have a open water, so I think many riders need to use a lot of leg to pass the big water. Maybe the horse pooks, so they need a lot of leg to pass through. But maybe the horse has a lot of confidence in the water and they push to don't step on the red line. So I think that kind of pressure on the horse, you will pay back later. And uh, later, six strides after you have a big oxer and then straight away you have a roll back that breaks all the rhythm. And the horses, they don't want to sit on the hind leg, so they're going to react a lot. And I think that's a combination of also in the end of the course, number 10, horse comes tired, he starts to get long and hanging a bit on the mouth. So we could also see, it was nice to see most of the horses that didn't have the balance high, Mm -hmm. that they start rolling a little bit. Then they were not so focused with the fence, and then they start going left to right. Because it
2: had nothing to do with with being naughty; it had um, everything to do with not being focused.
3: Yeah, I think so because it's a uh, it's a simple fence, two poles. Okay, that's a big man. That is a big man <laughs> next to it. Yeah, <laughs> needs a little diet. Half Maybe they are <laughs> <laughs> scared. <laughs> that
0: was the spookiest fence, though. But if that if that wasn't the most pivotal, what then? Said uh, wha- what then proved to be the most pivotal fence, Frederick? Well, th- the, the end was
2: difficult. Um, so it was en- the, the the Samurai Man. Um, and it was the into the double. yeah, Into that final double, you, you picked it out as one of those parts that were really,
3: really crucial. Yeah. For me, it was a difficult line because you have a really spooky hole, uh, wall before. So a sensible horse needs there a lot of support. So you can't really take the first distance. Mm-hmm. When you add one more, you're going to land little bit dead and then the four will come long so you will come with a lot of room in that double and with a very wide oxer so for sure when you come with room you can pass the front reel but then you pay the back reel of the oxer or having a big horse giving a big jump in the wall then you come short coming in then you can have the the front reel i think it was quite tricky also the, the colors and that red pole in the B of the double make the horse focus just on the B and not only not in the A so yeah it was it was very smart build
2: when they jumped that first uh, that with the A element they were already looking ahead they're not really focusing on on uh, on the oxygen, they're already looking at that bright red rail in, uh, exactly. in the next part yeah
0: exactly so what was the trickiest part of the course for you you think?
1: Yeah, what yeah, actually what we <laughs> already said, the last combination and also that vertical out the corner. I think there were not even so many faults happening on that vertical, but I think already, especially at the beginning, there were a couple of horses spooking there. But not even at the fence. I think there was quite a heavy turn and then they see a little bit in the m- last moment. What I also said it's not kind of didn't look kind of naughty, but more like mm-hmm. they came behind the, the bit, bit and then no it was connection. a little bit like uh yeah. shocked that it's already there. So um yeah, but I think the the couple of riders that came after that happened to I think two or three riders in the beginning. Um, I think they were a little bit prepared for it, took the turn a little bit more farther and kept the head up and then it was quite okay. That's
2: quite quite uh, correct what you say there, because um, in the beginning um, they took the turn quite early. The, the I- if it would be uh, Formula One, that you talk about the apex, you know, where, where you make the, the heart of your turn, uh, they made it quite early. Um, and then as as the class progressed, we saw them um, make it a little bit wider, um, go wider into the turn, yeah. uh, turn later actually, yeah. um, and maybe k- also keep their horses a little bit more in front of their leg, and a little bit more connection.
3: Yes, and especially you can opening a bit more your turn if you don't have a real first distance, that you can always choose for your second distance and maybe that was the the right option. Mm. Can we talk about shocks
0: today? Because if you page in further down the results, Edwina Tops Alexander, Christian Kukuk, Ken Farrington, as well. Can we talk about big shocks of the day? Um, the the shock is that they don't qualify. Yes. The the, the sorry re- let
2: the me result. make no no, clear. No, no, no no Let me make that the, clear. There there the shock is that they don't qualify. The result is, it happens. I I, I had Harry Smallers on the phone just before um, before the sh- the class started, just to understand. You know, we had we have the course plan. We've we heard um, the the strides and the lines from Peter DeVos. Harry Smallers said, "This is." Already, they won proper Grand Prix level, like proper five-star Grand Prix level. Um, I don't think that we have to say that the time allowed put a lot of pressure on them. We had time faults, but it was generous, it was not wasn't it? it? was not impossible, mm-hmm. um, but the height um, was um, was a lot. Where was I going with uh, with this story? <laughs>
0: that's, that's, um, where, was it, where was it going? Harry Smolders, maybe? Were you yeah, Harry Smulders. Where were d- before? We're talking about surprises. Surprises. Yeah. Qualified. So.
2: so um, um, if this is Grand Prix level, then it is not uncommon that these horses have a rail. However, um, if, we, if we pick out uh, America, that's for me the biggest surprise. No Americans in, um, in the individual final. No Jessica Springsteen, no Jessica Curtin, no Ken Farrington. Laura Kraft as well. Yeah, what did I say? Jessica Curtin, she's not really <laughs> in the Olympics. She's she in the Olympics. She she there, she she she's be not not competing she she there, but she's being American. She's there, but she's not competing. Um she, she is in the Olympics. Um yeah, sorry, Laura Crowd. Um so that's that, that's so for team me the USA. Is yeah, that one of yours, yes. your big shock today? If if you if you make a list um of the of ten riders that go into the final uh, there's at least one American rider in there, no?
1: Yeah, that's true. Especially uh, with uh, Laura Crowd or Ken Farrington, with that experience I would have really expect them to be in the finals. But okay, you have to go clear and I think one day uh l- oh, sorry, one whale and that that kind of high goes quite quick. That's not really uh, something you have to have a bad round for you can also say one down but jumped amazing but i also think for example marlon sanotelli i oh w- i yes. would have really saw him in the finals that and it's a big one too yeah, yeah for me he would have really been one of the favorites for the medals and i also can imagine he's really disappointed yeah because yeah, yeah. B-
2: because we, we asked him for a reaction he was not in fruit and we, we respect that because he's uh that was that was for me the moment of round one not the fault of marlon but the reaction of his father mm. sitting there in the grandstands his father Head in his hands yeah, yeah. Th- his father is um is an equestrian a horseman like you don't find many people that he's, he's a course designer um he's he's a trainer he was well respected in in brazil followed um, his son's to Europe to, to chase their dream. Then the dream became the Olympics. Then they made it to the Olympics. The horse, video um, Edgar M. at a certain point was for sale. Then they found him a sponsor to keep the horse. Then the horse wins his first five-star Grand Prix. Everything is culminating. And okay, there's still teams coming up. But when I saw um, the father, Mario, sitting there with his wife, Maricella, alongside of him, the father with his, his head in his hands. Um, that's the complete opposite of Ashley Bond and Donatella singing as they <laughs> ride out of the arena. That was that's Everybody who has been at Centaur Park knows the Zanotelli family with their restaurant, no? Exactly. So everybody knows how, um, how tight that family is. That was, for me, the, the moment. I did, not, um, I did not see it coming, the fault. And it was the moment of the first round for me. Nope. So I, we just have to worry. We have to make sure that we call Angelica Augusto Zanotelli to make sure that she's still coming to our podcast. <laughs> Luckily <laughs> it's not tomorrow, right? No, it's, no, no. It's, we've given her yeah. some
0: time, Seyman. She will be joining us, by the way. Yeah. There is uh, some wonderful graphics available for you on our social media feeds to give you a reminder as to who you can look forward to hearing and seeing throughout the rest of the week. But let's keep the surprise conversation going. Rodrigo, surprises for you today. We mentioned uh, Marlon Zanotelli, some of the Americans. Who, who then shocked you the most? That they will not be playing part tomorrow?
3: Yeah, for me, it was not a shock, but the, I was expecting also Kent Farrington uh, going into the finals. But uh, And if we can see uh, Kent Farrington, uh, Jessica Springsteen, and uh, Laura, they both were clear till fans number 10. So once again, that last line, that double, was difficult because they had. All three riders a mistake in the double, Laura had the last fence down, okay, but otherwise all three the same fence down.
2: We saw the entire first round here all together. Um, Kent Farrington was the only one to ride an extra stride from the uh, open river to the Oxer. Exactly. He rode to the wall and you shouted, he's going to do five, he has to do five. Not that you ride better than Kent Farrington. Well, you do, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, at least <laughs> at in the same dreams, level. Yeah. In my dreams, in <laughs> um, and, and then the, with Gazelle, the four were really open.
3: Yeah, they got a bit, especially uh, after the big water, adding one more. He normally it's six or seven. He had eight. Eight. So after eight strides, ma- bringing the mare completely together and then having a roll back and having that line in four, long four, I think that's uh, a huge difference for a horse to come back a lot and then and to then stretch out. I think that was the reason that, uh, that he paid the fault.
2: Nobody has mentioned Steve Gerda so far.
3: London Back Jemkin. bar of the triple, triple, triple bar. bar.
2: Fena de Sirisi. Not yes. the only one, by the way, Germany, to
3: have <laughs> the, ba- the back rail of the One bar more don't. complete no- yeah. that I didn't expect the fault.
2: Steve Gerdin will not feature in the um, in the individual final. That's remarkable.
0: Well, it just shows you again, we, we spoke about this earlier, and I, I, for me, the, as soon as you mentioned Marlon Zanatelli, because also we were watching him a lot here at Topps International Arena over the summer, there was there was a couple weeks ago at the second summer event, if I'm not mistaken, I think he won four classes throughout the weekend, or, or three classes, and by no means am I comparing that to the Olympics, but I just mean we've been watching him build up to this point so well that when i hear that name not qualifying and not making it through all because of again technically it's a single rail down that yeah. is what's kept him out of that big final tomorrow it's a single fence down for a man who has had this dream for many many years as have so many olympians let's be fair but he has been working so hard so close now towards this goal to have a single rail down molinsonatelli
3: that is really heartbreaking for me
2: so go ahead go ahead <laughs> yeah
3: i think it's a big disappointment but He's not finished, okay, individual title is finished, but he still has a really strong team behind, and they still have the team competition to do, so maybe the individual medal is away, is but I think as a team he has a huge chance to, to get.
2: As are the Swiss, by the way, but, but just be- before we go to the Swiss, um, Zanotelli um, spoke a lot about the line of the launching global champions Tour Grand Prix in Madrid, the final line. The triple bar into the triple combination, and then the oxeret was miles away. And I know that he, he, uh, the moment he got home, he trained on that combination because he knew it was coming. Santiago Varela, he built it, in um, he built it in the Global Champions Tour of Madrid, and it was also built, I think, in the Nations Cup in Poznan the grand prix in I f2 uh, we will we'll, we'll, we'll go on to that tomorrow um so he was so focused and so prepared for that triple combination to come and now he gets a different triple combination and gets a different kind of fault yeah true um swiss um w- we're not going to go too long onto the into onto the teams if you allow us but is this now the advantage um that um, for example those nations um, that, for example, United States, they have an extra day's rest. I was going to
0: say, are you trying to get your way to the point to say that the... And this <laughs> is a valid point, I'm not saying no, no, you're no, no. wrong. Are of you trying I'm to say wrong. that the, the, <laughs> the disappointment in the individuals will buy them more time to succeed as a team? Is that, is that a real factor, you feel? A hundred percent.
3: Does yeah, that Especially is in that heat, especially with a cold horse. But,
0: but psychologically, you spoke about having a mental coach, Zoe, which by the way, I think is fantastic in modern day sport to have someone that, no, I really mean that. I think to have that kind of aspect, that kind of assistance, and that's kind of an individual in your team, I think is, is incredibly smart from you and for anyone else that, that feels that that is an important member to have in the team. If you, if you feel the need to, you spoke about mental coaches, Frederick suggesting it's an extra day's rest, which could benefit a team. But what about the psychological side of it? If, if and we use Marlon Zanotelli now as an example, and I don't want to speak for him or think what he's going through, but I imagine he's pretty heartbroken now. I don't know if he's going to wake up on team day and hop on the horse and, and bounce back. That must he be really a, tough. It's That must tough. Uh,
1: I think he is exactly the one who's going to do that. Like I think if he's now, if he didn't make it in the individual final, I think he's going to be really disappointed today. And today, I don't really think you will really have to talk to yeah. him, but... Sorry. I think he, now he's going to even get more ambitious for the team rounds. he's so going to he call Angelica bring something home yeah
2: he's going to call Angelica she'll <laughs> have to cheer him up, and tomorrow Zanotelli is a brand new man and <laughs> zanotelli yeah no really I think the sa- I think the same about Steve Cardano
3: yeah
0: absolutely I think there's that's good to hear you want to have the riders bounce back emotionally, physically and psychologically as, as quick as possible. I think what I was alluding to was just wondering if. You have a really bad day at the office sometimes going back to work tomorrow can be quite tough
2: yeah but that's the thing they didn't have a bad day yeah that's what i also was about
0: to say he doesn't have the result he doesn't qualify
2: for the next round but he didn't have a bad day i mean edgar jumped a really good round okay there's a lot of horses that were a little bit tensing over the first first four jumps unfortunately for edgar and for zanotelli there was a triple combination in there but but also um if we talk about gazelle and kent if we talk about um, don juan and jessica uh, jessica springsteen they they didn't have bad rounds and that's the thing that struck me the most and again credits to santiago varela okay there's a few riders um on the FEI ranking that are not as high as as most of them but we didn't see many bad rounds, and especially of those let's say 73 that participated um half half were very, very good rounds, no? Yeah.
0: Uh, I I mean, proper, clear round, potential rounds. Uh, Obviously, because 24, 25 jumped clear, but... Let's then, as we approach time as well, I'm going to act like the headmaster (laughs) and just keep us in (laughs) check here, because I I don't want us to lose time to look ahead to tomorrow, because that, that will be very crucial, because we are excited to see what will come out tomorrow. We all seem to have the list in front of us. The top 30 riders that have all qualified for tomorrow's affairs... Zoe, I'll start with you again. Your thoughts for tomorrow? I mean, we have an incredible list of talent here. It's very difficult to, to maybe pick out favourites, but who, based on what you saw today, are you really looking forward to seeing come out tomorrow? Who then do you think could be a real proper threat for the podium?
1: Well, I think, yeah, the easiest tip has always been Meyer as he's now also in the lead, and I think he's a really, really strong rider, and he has experience on that level, and also in championships and everything. I think then you have it a little bit easier, my opinion. Yeah, and of course, Martin Fuchs, Dara Kenny, those, those kind of riders are super strong. I have to say, I was also really impressed by the Japanese. I can imagine the horses were jumping really good, so I can imagine they can go clear again tomorrow. Uh, for example, Cookie or Aiken, they, or also Daizuka, he rode really good, so um, yeah. Actually, there are a lot that could make it, I think. Well, this There's is, also. A lot that's lot.
0: what I'm actually trying to tickle over here, is that <laughs> no, you haven't mentioned Daniel Dorse, we haven't mentioned uh, Niels Seals, we know how strong Deluxe is. I mean, we are trying to fit 10 people. We haven't even mentioned Scott Brash. <laughs> you're, you're trying to fit 10 people onto a podium tomorrow, and there is such possibility here. I mean, it's, uh, it makes for outstanding watching. Well,
2: that's, that's what stood out for me the most. You know, yes, I feel sorry for Penelope Le Prevost. Yes, I feel sorry for Steve Gerdin. Um I wish, I really wish, I would, I would give my little toe um, for Marlon Zanotelli to qualify for the final. However, if you look at the riders um, that qualified, um, there's nobody that doesn't deserve a place in there, I think. Um, you, you, you may say, uh, yeah, but what about, what about uh, Muda Zayeda? Muda Zayeda is a young boy from Egypt who hasn't come to Europe that often, um, is early to go, has got the nerves, adrenaline raging through his through his body, and then just comes out with a timefold. I think that's just fantastic. Um, so uh, quickly, before I, I start drifting again, and I know I, know I do, um, Japan, um, uh, two ride, uh, three riders in the final, uh, Egypt. Two riders in the final. We haven't Fantastic. even said Niall, Niall Nasser. Nasser. Oh. So I just, um, and, and New Zealand. So um, I don't, um, I think we don't have the time to go on about the Olympic format. But one thing you can say is that there are um, some interesting uh, new nations in the final, which is good for the general
0: exposure of and the sport. growth of it as well, yeah. yeah.
2: But um, you, you've mentioned a few, you've mentioned a few, uh, uh, Zoe. Um, those that have qualified come in really strong. I mean um, from from and especially those that, that qualified fast um, Ben Mayer, Derek Kenny, Ashley Bond, Michael van der Vleuten, Mario Delorier, um, Bertram Allen, Gregory Watler, Lucian Diniz, Scott Resch, Peter, Jerome, Daniel Doyssen, Niels Brunswick, yuri Mansour, Harry Charles, Marlene Bayer Johnson, Nicola Del Motte, um, and then Henrik van Eckemann, Mark Houtzager, Nael Nassar, and just leaving out there uh, Martin Fuchs, um, Christoph Neretniks, those are they were all solid performances. Nobody stole their place in the final, did they? No. Yeah, yeah. D- d- don't just say no. Uh, t- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, if, if you think I'm, I'm wrong, tell no, me. No,
3: no, no. Also, Kiano Corner, the fantastic clown, is the slowest uh, clear, or?
2: Yeah, m- yeah, yeah, no, no. Yeah. He's the
3: slowest on the, of the clears. Yeah, but I think the horse is in absolute big shape. It's nine year old maybe not the last experience in that level but i think kian has a lot of experience and i think the way they are jumping they can go a big chance and, in this, the
2: I- and this is kian's favorite olympic position to go into <laughs> remember london um blue lloyd um originally didn't qualify for the final then other horses could participate kian was was um was reserved made it into the final um, jumped two rounds clear. Was on uh, on the same score as Gerko, Gerko showed with London, and he had to go in for a jump off. So out of a lost, lost, lost position, keanu Connor won sil, uh, won bronze, and now he's he's. Um, it's not even a
0: lost position now. He's sure now. He's in there. Do you remember when you were at school, many? You were in school five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when, when, when you were That's at school? That's a compliment, school? by the way. That's <laughs> a compliment. It's a huge yeah, compliment, Zoe. Yeah. Oh, you man. were in school <laughs> five minutes ago. Frederick and I, a little bit longer than that. Do you remember when you didn't I know wasn't the answer? In school. <laughs> oh dear! Uh, do you remember when you when you didn't know the answer at school and you try to hide away from the teacher as best you can? I almost feel like Rodrigo's hiding away from the thinking, like <laughs> he thinks now that the question has been answered by Zoe alone as to who t- we can expect tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> who do you <laughs> fit shift on your? Who yeah, all of us shift to the right. Who do you foot onto that podium tomorrow? Because we mentioned now. There's 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 the Derek Kennys and the Ben Mayers and, and maybe the Scott Brashers, Maybe that's a, a, a an easy podium for some. Some might add Peter Fredrickson, Martin Fuchs, etc. How do you take a list of these 30 riders and tell us who you think is on a podium tomorrow? Because that is maybe not as easy as people think it is, isn't it?
2: Yeah.
3: Uh, my fingers are totally crossed for Portugal, for Luciana, of course. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I would be really proud to have uh, one more medal in my country but uh, besides Luciana there are so many good riders so many strong combinations but uh, yeah Dara Kenny really strong Ben again explosion we can expect of course so many yeah Yeah. Yeah. it's very difficult to mention one name when i see the list is the best horses in the world is the best riders in the world so i think tomorrow it has to be a combination of rider and horse and it needs to be the right day the right time and we so if I'm reading you right Derek Kenny is on the podium
0: <laughs> Ben Mayer is on the podium regardless of colors of medals they take let's just make it a third colorless medal who then is the third person on that podium for you tomorrow
3: I hope Luciana okay
0: good one um, by the way
2: tomorrow um, starts all on clear so the time faults are discarded everybody starts on a clean sheet um, it's, it's basically a Grand Prix with jump off this feels like like the launching global champions two grand prixs um, pre 2015, where you had a big group of riders in the first round, then a second round with uh, with 30, and then no, with 18, and then the best um, in those of those 18 on clear went into a jump. of feels a little bit like that, um, but it's important to know and to point out that um, there are all the time faults are discarded, so everybody starts on a clean sheet. And as we are talking about a time fault, please let's talk about Gert Gullickson. <laughs>
5: Yes. What a hero <laughs> is
2: Gerguliksen! <laughs> <laughs> so he goes in there with the smallest horse of the group. <laughs> he is also, the mo- I, I, I'll say, the most experienced rider of the group. Um, that means that he's not the youngest. And then he goes in there, has a, um, what looked like a fault on the water. It wasn't a fault. Uh, credits to the, to the jury at the water to over- overrule his own decision and, and make that clear straight away. And then <coughs> Gerguliksen comes out with a time fault, sits on the bench, um, and has to wait for himself to qualify. How old is he now?
0: He is he's 50 plus 12. Let's put it like that. He's 50 <laughs> plus 12. <laughs> yeah. Qualifying in 26th place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, one time fold, as Frederick pointed out. 89.41. And in fact, he also got back to us after his round. And we can quickly play you some reaction then from Georg Gieliksen following his very dramatic qualification for tomorrow's second round. This
2: was more than a... I was uh, hoping on the best day, but he, uh, the way he jumped today was it was amazing and it was so nice, you know.
4: I took it just a
2: bit too big turn to number 10 because uh, my horse never stops, but uh, you know, a lot of horses stopped on that with the man there, you know, but uh, he jumped very well. I'm very, very happy with the horse. And... So he's gone all this way here and done all the work, you know, and he's jumping as best of his life, you know, so it's nice to be in the finals, so tomorrow I just do our best, Worst, we are 30s. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's <laughs> positive. At best, we are 30th. I wonder if he feels his time fault at the time would have cost him a place in the next round. Yeah, now, in, in hindsight, so. realizing. Because if y- uh,
2: based on the start list, we had a few surprises, no? That didn't qualify. Yeah. Um, there was, for example,
0: um, Laura Kraut yeah. that we expected to qualify. Especially at the end. Yeah,
2: yeah. or a few, uh, few surprises because we thought at a certain point it was going to be on, uh, on the clearest to qualify.
0: We have two, three minutes left. These, these two individuals have spoken about podiums. Yep. Where do you want to go? Your woo sounded more exciting than mine. Yeah, we have to. We have prizes to give away. Oh, no, no, I'm, I, have, I have prizes here, yes. No, no, I, I want to ask you for your podium. <laughs> we'll do prizes to close. How do you fit these 30 people into a podium? It seems like Ben Mayer, everyone, is, is, is comfortable enough to be there. How, uh, how and who do you put on that podium? Alright, so I, I spoke with, with the boys of
2: EquiRatings, and they are, m- they are ag- everything I am not. They are magic with numbers. And they, um, they is that all you are not And they've made a prediction. Yes, um, based on stats based on ElOs, which is um, a rating system, and their ElO system um, let me just bring, bring it up because they, they sent it over to me. Their ElO system um, is super strong. Um, 19 of the 25 of their top ElO rankings go through to the to the final. Okay. That's already... So That's it, that makes it already... Um, Very believable. Yeah, believable, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if you have to follow their ELO system and no. their rankings, number one gold medal is Ben Mayer. Mm-hmm. I forgot. I <laughs> believe I forgot. Who was number two? Number two, Nicolas Dermot, Urvo Roche Oh, yeah. Grand See Prix winner. That
0: name has not come up. Which is what I'm saying to you. How do you put these people on the podium tomorrow? Number three is Marlin bayard Johnson, h m India. Wow, that is a fascinating podium. thats
1: yep. 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 that am really good today. Yep. The horse. Does
0: th- that agree with, with Frederick De Baca's podium? podium? Uh, yeah, w- once I saw... Wha-
2: <laughs> I, I, d- I didn't... When, when they showed me, I didn't want to agree. Because I, uh, I, where's, um, where is Scott Peter Brash. Fredrickson? Where is Scott Brash? Where is Brash? Yeah. Where's Nils Braunschel? Where is Jérôme Guiry? Where's
3: Where is, is Daniel? Yeah,
2: where is Daniel? <laughs> No. Based Tomorrow I think we will see. Him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know, but that's that's their podium and um, I'm sticking with it. I, I, I wanna follow them. I wanna follow them into this journey. If that is right, that is fantastic. So that's one Ben Meyer, two uh, Nicola Del Mot and three Marlene Bayard Johnson credits to accurate ratings.
0: okay well that is the rating system that is based on a lot of different factors that Frederick is holding on to as his own podium as well you spoke about prizes very oh quickly yeah. with less than a minute ago we already have our first winner of the week um, what we are doing is asking you to go on and interact with us on social media and you will then will be able to win a some signed memorabilia caps if I'm not mistaken from Global Champions yep. as well signed signed as well and not signed by the two people in the middle here because our signatures <laughs> Not worth anything. It's going to be signed. And easy to fake. And easy ex- to fake and easy to just, you know, get rid of. So we'll be giving signed memorabilia away throughout the week from the writers that we bring on to our GC podcast. I believe our first winner, uh, Olivia Arias, has already been crowned and will now receive a signed piece of memorabilia from us. The idea, and uh, I believe that this is 100% correct, you need to share Longines Global Champions Tour's uh, story to your story. You need to be following the Longines Global Champions Tour. And you need to tag someone in the post by doing those three things. All of these details, by the way, on social media. Don't listen now and forget about it. It's all on social media. Go check out Longines Global Champions Tour. And if you follow all those criteria and you are picked, you will be receiving a signed cap from the writers that we have on our Global Champions Podcast. And we already have one winner. And we already have one. Well done to Olivia Arias, your first winner of the week. Yeah. And that is already the end of episode one of our GC Podcast. I know we are technically already out of time, but can we say very thank- a very quick thank you? Zoe, did you have fun today?
1: Yeah, it was uh, better than expected. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that doesn't say a lot no for us. No. Yeah.
0: She didn't want to come. She it's was hating us already. Like it's like going to the
3: dentist. It's better than expected. It, it was still be- hurt. but it was, it was better or it was easier. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hate
0: being here with yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you, Zoe. Thank we you. appreciate
3: yeah, that. I'd like to go Rodrigo, now. good day today. Yeah, it was fantastic being here together with you guys. And uh, yeah, let's see how it comes tomorrow. Well, and well
0: Enjoy the action tomorrow by yourselves because you'll be watching it at home in the comfort of your own house. We will then be um, hounding and giving a very tough time to two men that will be joining us tomorrow. Frank Schutted will be joining us. Do you want to give away number two? Because he's apparently so excited. He's super excited. Mikey Pender. So <laughs> Michael Pender and Frank Schutted will be joining us tomorrow. And what a big day for them to join us. We're talking about this lineup. We talk about medals tomorrow. They will be available for you on your GCTV access pass. It is free to sign up with. And you can join us tomorrow live for the GC podcast from 4 p.m. Central European Summertime tomorrow. Frank, Mikey, Frederick and myself will be here. Uh, Rodrigo, thank you. Zoe, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Elsa the dog. And Elsa the dog. I don't know if we can get Elsa the dog to say goodbye. (laughs) No. Can Can we get her in shot as well? she's been the best support <laughs> of the entire <laughs> Stretch day first, yeah. right Frederick De Warker, thank, thank you, you for your Mark. time as always guys thank you it's been wonderful thank to you. have you please do join us again tomorrow for round two essentially of not just the event but of course from the GC podcast as well go sign up for your GCTV access pass we'll see you tomorrow at 4pm Central European <laughs> Summertime there's Elsa bye Bye, Elsa. <laughs> bye. bye everybody <laughs>